0: In the Casa. Uh, Oklahoma, where the winds
1: come. Hey, Sweeping down the plane, twisters blow away your kingdom. Hey, Noise from the sooner state, feel it in your eardrum. Wave past the beginning, and we are nowhere near done. Uh, <laughs> My goodness, I'm nice with it. You can snap back, hold your hat, this I am fitted. Getting filled up off your hate, as if I need it. Why your takes on eating lighter, people say I did it. Uh, you didn't know uh, when I hit the road, dog cities hit me spitting flows. Hey. Meanwhile, on tracks, I'm really not your typical hey. spiritual, lyrical, miracle, you
0: imbecile. Oh. Going harder than a tombstone. Herein lies in a method that never
1: saw his doom, though. Uh. Joint disher man only fire, but IQ, yo. Hey. Rocking like a Lucifer track, but well, what do you Come know? Forward and I can't go back. Lessons
2: that I went through, with some questions on my mentor.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Outsiders Green Country Soccer Podcast. My name is Mario, and I'm here with David, my co-host. How are you doing, David? We're
3: good, Mariana. How are you doing today?
1: Man, I'm doing great. This is our 10th episode, man. I know.
3: It's a special episode. I think we need to have some special guests here tonight.
1: Kind of like a round table, maybe?
3: Maybe. Maybe. Um, I think we got some people we could call and get on this podcast.
1: I think we do, too. Well, um... How about we go ahead and announce them on here, man? All right, let's get them on. All right. We got right now Angela Chartier, Josh Herman, little Todd, and also Carlos Dudan. How you guys doing? I'm pretty good as always.
4: Doing doing very, very well. My team just scored. Austin FC.
1: Nobody cares. Hey there, Carlos. Yes, we do. Yes, we
0: do. <laughs> I'm doing good. Yeah. Over here cracking
1: jokes. We're trying, We're trying. all of them. We're trying. Well, we got a full show today. We're going to be talking about mostly you guys. And then later on, we're going to be talking about more of the FC Tulsa versus Pittsburgh Riverhounds. But on first, I'll go down the line. Women first. Angela, how are you doing tonight? Doing very well. How are you? I'm doing good. So we're going to ask all three of y'all. One individually, we're going to start with Angela first. So What made you an FC Tulsa fan?
4: What made me an FC Tulsa fan? Well, I was a Tulsa Roughneck fan first. And so then, of course, the Crafts come in and bought the Tulsa Roughnecks, changed the name to FC Tulsa. But I wouldn't have been a Tulsa Roughneck fan at first if it hadn't been for you introducing me to to the beautiful
0: sport and to the team. All right.
1: All right, let's go with Carlos. You're next.
0: Thanking you for uh, thank you for inviting me to go watch the Tulsa Roughnecks. And that's what made me an FC Tulsa fan. You know, just loved the atmosphere and loved the team that they had at the time, and just you know went out from there.
1: Awesome. Hey, Josh, how about you?
2: Man, well, it just kind of happened. If I'm being honest, because my dad said, "Hey, you want to go to a soccer game?" And I said, sure. Fell in love with it. And now we're here. I'm one of the main members.
3: Yeah, I'll go with the next one. So uh, earlier in podcast, me and Mariano, we named our FC Tulsa, Tulsa Roughneck Mount Rushmore teams. Who is your four favorite players to ever suit up for FC Tulsa or the Tulsa Roughnecks?
4: First, uh, Fabian Serta. My okay. first year that I watched the team was the year that he uh, came in as goalie. He's just an all around nice guy. And Man, that guy, not only can he defend that ball, he can kick it. He can kick it far. Um, who else? Uh, let's see. Uh, right now, I would say J.J. Williams. He's becoming one of my favorites, especially after I got to meet him and talk to him. Uh, but Ian Spontessen was also one of my favorites whenever I first came started watching Tulsa. You Sons. know, he
3: he was one of my wife's favorite ones, too. I don't know. Maybe he just had the looks. it's the hair
4: it's the hair hair. (laughs) it was the hair i didn't like it after he cut (laughs) off all that hair Uh, let's see who else oh one kafa definitely one kafa he's definitely one of my favorites uh how many is that Um, i think that's four
3: that's four
1: all right uh, let's go ahead and carlos you're next well for
0: one i'm a keeper so i have to go with Cerda. and the the next one would be santos miss him Man, I wish he never left but you know uh my next one would have to be either the Costa and Dario Dario just just a all-in-all player
1: I agree Good one. all right Josh go ahead
3: Okay, so first off, I'd have wait, to wait, 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 wait. This is this is Matt Sheldon, Matt Sheldon, Matt Sheldon, Matt Sheldon. We can't Next repeat question. the same. That's what I was just saying. Man, y'all just know me so well. Okay, well, first off, I <laughs> well, go well, he smells
0: different every time.
3: <laughs> I go with my boy Matt
2: Sheldon, of course. I'm wearing his jersey right now. How can't I not put him up here?
1: Good thing this is just an audio podcast.
2: Then <laughs> I gotta go with Gabby Torres. He is playing out of his mind with the forest so far. Third. Uh, Saint Brady, that's that's a real throwback. And fourth, Serta Fabian Serta, great uh, guy, of,
1: still talking to, to this it. day.
2: This is trend today, I,
1: yeah.
3: I tell him to come back then,
1: you know. I tried, I, I really tried. <laughs> all right, so you know. my next question for all y'all um, tell me your favorite memory of either Tulsa Roughnecks or IFC Tulsa.
4: Uh, I would have to say for Tulsa Roughnecks, it was the win against San Antonio in the first uh, U.S. Open Cup I'd ever went to. The first time we'd, we'd played them and Serta ended up catching
0: Restrepo's ball. So. All
1: right, go ahead, Carlos. You're next. Well,
0: mine's kind of different. Mine was in the Roughnecks when I first met my wife. Why Oh, win. here we go. Oh, now
1: yeah. I got to throw that one in there. Brownie points. All right, Josh, you're next.
2: And my favorite FC Tulsa moment would have to be 2020 Eric Bird, last second goal against San Antonio. Yeah. That was such a great moment.
3: All right. All right. So are they ready for a real hot take right now? Go for it. Go are for it. Ready? Are you guys ready for a hot take? Go
0: ahead, yes, go go for it. All
3: right does oklahoma city energy
0: return
4: oh oh that's kind of Uh a hard one for me i'm i'm looking at probably not
0: hey this isn't the avengers where you can just snap your fingers and wish the team back
2: (laughs) (laughs) as much as i want them to come back i don't think they will i think they're long gone unless they come back rebranded i don't see them coming back
3: I agree. I kind of agree with Josh
0: to that. Yeah, I think Josh has a big point. They might come back as the Oklahoma City Lightning.
1: uh, Rayo OKC, too. I was just about to say (laughs) that. I was about to say, let's bring back the Rayo OKC. That in their field. All 120,000 pieces of it. It's out in Oakland right now. All right, guys. One more question for me. Uh, What is your favorite away match that you attended? Angela,
4: well, I would have to say, um, actually, last year uh, when we first went to Oklahoma City and beat them three to one.
0: I was just gonna say Oklahoma City match because I think that's the only away <laughs> game we've gone to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> actually, we, um, I should have said this earlier, but preseason, season, you know, playoffs, uh, all pre-season, counts.
4: Preseason, preseason. Um, when we went to. Chicago. Sh- Tulsa next play Chicago Fire. All right. That was a
1: lot of fun. Carlos, are you sticking with your Oklahoma City vote? Yeah, because that's the only memory
0: I have. All right. I, but, hope I, can make the, I hope I can make one to Dallas.
1: Oh, yeah. We'll talk more about that later. But um, go ahead, Josh. Your turn. My
2: favorite away day for FC Tulsa would have to be when I went to Birmingham. That was such a unique... Uh, experience because it was a rain delay, five hour rain delay. And the fans up there in Birmingham are just top class. Great people. Definitely want to go back.
3: Boy Taylor's out there, so we know they're yes, sir. Some good people. Very good people. So so I got I got a couple more questions. I don't know if Mario's got any more but I got one more. Okay. I got one specific one right here. So uh, Josh, where's the Um, banana suit?
2: Where's the banana suit? You know I don't know. I left it at one oak and I come back this year. It's gone. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think it's making a return, unfortunately. We need the wiener hat. That's what we
3: need. Wiener hat. Yes. We need uh, the wiener. Okay, so I got a question. Here's my my one another question for all of you guys. We'll start with you, Angela. Do you prefer right. the Roughnecks name, or do you like this FC Tulsa rebrand?
4: I like the FC Tulsa rebrand. I'm a modern woman, so.
0: <laughs> Carlos. Carlos. I like this FC Tulsa. I think we need we needed the change. You know, get that rebrand going.
2: Josh? I love the new FC Tulsa. It was nice. We needed to get away from the Roughnecks. We needed to stop spoiling that history of the old, old Roughnecks. I'm glad we're Tulsa's team now. We're we're our own
1: team, kind of. All right. So I actually do have two questions. So um, what do you love about this new FC Tulsa team compared to the old Tulsa Roughnecks? That's
4: kind of a hard one there for me.
1: Oh, uh, we'll we'll skip if you want.
4: No, no, it's okay. Um I I do like the colors. I do like orange, but I think FC or the black and the gold, um, they're really classy looking together along with the white. And then when you throw in the patina, it just gives it a a, a certain flair. I know. I'm I'm being a woman, right? Talking about the colors. <laughs>
1: That's all right. Oh, no, no. <laughs>
0: what
1: about you, Carlos?
0: No, I, I like this new like just change from like even in the stance and the you know the change of the field too I think we get more of a chance to be closer to the players all right Josh go ahead
2: to go off of what Carlos said I'd have to agree the fan experience is just night and day from because we actually have from when the Tulsa Roughnecks are here the front office really didn't care that much and we got this FC Tulsa front office, you just go above and beyond for us. And fan experience is just amazing. I love it.
1: That's great. All right, this is my last question for you guys. So I know I know a lot of people don't know this, but Angela, she is on the 83 United Board as a secretary. Um, Josh is our capo up front of the 918 Brigade and Carlos is as well. And also a, a veteran, an OG, like I like to call it of the supporters group just like me and David are and um I like to know from all three of you what do you feel like you bring into the supporter section Angela go ahead
4: well um I think it kind of helps that I am on the board now because um I can bring in you know any information that uh we have decided on um I can also you know if anybody wants to bring anything for the board, they can come talk to me, they can contact me, but also uh, I bring my pa- cowbell. Most important thing is I bring my cowbell.
1: Awesome. What about you, Carlos?
0: Um, for one, I, you know, we all bring support and I think I, I'm one of the loudest ones up
1: there. That's awesome. And I can vouch for that
0: too. What, what about you, I? Josh?
2: Well, you know, I bring the passion. I bring the megaphone, but most importantly, I bring the wiener hat. That's what we all
3: need, the wiener hat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I haven't, haven't seen that in a while. Right? You know, I don't know what uh, happened to it either. It just kind of disappeared. Uh, all right. So uh, my, my last question for all of you guys are, name me one player that you wish would have never left FC Tulsa. Ooh.
1: Or Tulsa Roughnecks.
3: Yes, yes.
4: N- not counting Marlon Santos.
3: <laughs> oh, you can you can count Marlon
0: because I, I think we're all almost yeah. Marlon.
4: Yeah. Why he, are you he's... still on my
3: answer,
0: Angela?
4: <laughs> Sorry, I just beat you to it, Carlos.
0: Well, guess what? I'm gonna
1: stick with Marlon. All right, Josh, you're next. Ooh, this is kind of hard,
4: but. Right, Sheldon. Uh,
2: Matt nah, Sheldon. we can. As much as I love him, I think we're we're doing pretty well without him. I'd have to go with Kafa because his free kicks are absolutely lethal and we don't really have anybody who can take those.
3: Yes. I kicks, agree. So. I agree with Josh. on
1: Kafa. Yeah. All right. Well, David, do you have any more questions for these guys? Nah, that's my, that's my five. All right. I'm going to ask all three of y'all, if y'all could do me a favor and um tell everybody where they can reach you. If they want to talk to you, you know, on Twitter, um, just give out your Twitter name and. Go ahead, Angela. You go start first.
4: All right. Twitter is Mayla, M-A-Y-L-A, 4044. And Facebook, just Angela Dawn. Oh,
0: shout-out on Facebook. It's Carlos Duran.
1: What about you, Josh?
0: For me, on Instagram, all you got to do is look up all FC
1: Tulsa,
2: and that's me. I post every day. It's all just, right. Yeah.
1: Well, guys, thank y'all for being here, and um, we'll be talking to y'all soon. Yes, thank, sir. You thank you having for
0: having
3: us.
1: Yeah, thank you for having us.
3: Almost also. Almost almost
0: also.
3: also. All right. That was a that was, that was good roundtable discussion there. I want to thank uh Carlos Duran and Angela Chartier for being on with us. And Josh, he's going to stick around with us. Hey, Josh. What's up? What's up? Uh, did you watch that City game today? Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. So were you just happy with a point? Come on now.
2: Man, I thought we deserved the win right there. I think Marez should have shot it instead of chipping the ball. But hey, still in first place. Something oh, yeah. Chelsea or me and you can't say. Oh, um, hey, 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 We no. don't talk
3: about that here. We don't talk about that here.
2: We don't talk <laughs> about
1: my Chelsea that won 6 to 0, you know.
2: Against who? Southampton. That's, woo.
3: that's
1: Liverpool uh, B. That's Liverpool B team.
3: <laughs> Liverpool B. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready for some USL news and notes? Oh, yes. Yes, well, you. the curse of Mark Lowry is over. I repeat, it is over. Both El Paso and Indy won this week. They wanted to prove us wrong this week. Uh, yes. They heard y'all uh, talking trash. Yeah, I think it was kind of like a Candyman. We said it three times on the last podcast, so they won this one. So, nope. so yeah. uh, Jordan Farr won Save of the Week for Week 4. And from Detroit City FC, Pato Faz won Goal of the Week. So kudos to all those. Um, I guess we're not getting out and voting as much because JJ Williams is up for Goal of the Week, and we were unable to get it for him. But uh, you ready for some USL US Open Cup review, Mariana? Oh yes. Josh? Oh yes. Go ahead. All right. These are just the uh, USL Championship only games that played uh, since the last podcast uh, last Wednesday. Rio Grande Valley beat North Carolina FC two to one. Charleston Battery lost to Tormenta FC, zero to one. Miami FC beat Miami United three to zero. Louisville City FC beat the Chattanooga Red Wolves one to zero. Northern Colorado Hellstorm beat Colorado Springs Switchbacks one to nothing. Upset uh, of the week, by the oh. way. Oh. Yes. Um, FC Tucson beat the Las Vegas Lights three to two, in a game that I incorrectly called as my upset of the week. Valley United lost to Phoenix Rising one to zero. It was a good game though. That was a late score for Phoenix to move on. Bay City's FC out of Nisa beat Monterey Bay Union two to one. San Diego Loyal beat the Albion San Diego from Nisa two to one. Then in Thursday's games, Hartford Athletic beat Oyster Bay United three to one. A game I, I called Chattanooga FC Greenville Triumph beat the Oakland Roots three to one. Birmingham Legion beat Southern States SC three to one. And then a big number Sacramento Republic beat the Portland Timbers under twenty three six to zero. Any yeah. surprises there for you guys? I don't know
2: nothing
1: but uh, the Colorado Switchbacks losing one nothing. All right yeah. and you forgot to say that Karen Winter's hailstorm right there. <laughs> did he play he in that, that game? Yes, yeah. he I don't think did. he played. He did. Yeah, he mm-hmm. did. He was running out there to celebrate that goal too.
3: Well, that was a. Uh, all the USL championship teams in the U.S. Open. So, you ready to go for last week's games in the USL? Oh, yes. Well, um, Saturday's action, first game, FC Tulsa lost to Pittsburgh Riverhands 3-4. to We'll go over that a little bit later. Las Vegas Lights lost to Colorado Springs Switchbacks 2-3. to In a big number, Atlanta United 2 lost to Detroit City 4-0. to yeah. uh, That Detroit, uh, I guess people need to start taking them for reals. I think I put them on my um, to make the playoffs prediction. Yep, you did, you did, and a big upset: Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay lost to Miami FC one to nothing. As we said, the Mark Lowry curse is over as Indy Eleven beat Rio Grande Valley two to one. Stefano Pino had a brace for Indy Eleven, and former Oklahoma City Energy player Frank Lopez scored for RGB. Is is Indy got the ship
1: corrected? Let's hope so. I hope so. Yeah. I really
3: do. I I, I don't. they we play in the East. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. There you All right, and the other Mark Lowry matchup: El Paso Locomotive beat Monterey Bay five to nothing. Aaron Gomez had a brace for El Paso, and then Robbie Crawford, I think, in one of his very first games for Monterey Bay, got a red card and in stoppage time of the first half. That sounds familiar. Yeah, San Antonio FC beat Orange County one to nothing in. Irvine, California. Then uh, San Diego loyal. They beat Charleston Battery four to one. Kyle Vassell had a brace for San Diego. So uh, Josh, uh, Matt Sheldon seems. Are they okay? No, they are not. How we lost to
2: them is beyond me.
3: I know. There's no we in that one. Okay. Well, you know. <laughs> and Phoenix beat Los Stos three to one. Luis Sejas had a brace for Phoenix. Loudon United lost to Louisville Louisville City FC two to nothing. In a game that Mariano correctly picked, Birmingham Legion beat Hartford Athletic 2-1. And his uh, buddy, Juan Aguadelo, had a goal for US, his first goal in the USL championship for Birmingham. Kudos to that pick, Mariano.
1: Oh, thank you. I think you got the same pick as well. Yeah, I wasn't going to brag, though.
3: I know. <laughs> so, uh, predictions this week. Mariano got four right, and one of them completely correct. And I got six right, one correct. I think we need to... A- Come up with a point system, buddy.
1: I think for next, we'll start next season. We'll start next season yeah. and we'll see if we can add another person onto this podcast. Maybe, maybe it could be Josh. I don't know. Oh, he keeps talking we'll, about this Charleston we'll, stuff. I don't know about that.
3: Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. We might get Todd on. <laughs> oh, no, you don't want that. Right. <laughs> so, uh, you ready to go into this week's games? Oh, yes. Go ahead. All right. So, Josh is going to guest pick with us today. So, all right, so uh, this week's action in the USL Championship on Wednesday, Memphis 901 take on FC Tulsa in
1: Memphis. You excited about that game? Oh, yes. We, we need to come back with a W on this one. Yeah,
3: we'll, t- we'll talk about that. Who you got, Josh? Uh, Oakland Roots
1: versus San Diego Loyal.
2: San Diego Loyal,
3: uh, let's go 3-1. Ooh, spicy. Mariana?
1: I got to give it to uh, San Diego as well, man. All right, I'm gonna go against you guys just
3: for the sake of going against you guys. Oakland, two to one.
1: Um, by the way, I, I got two to one on San Diego. All right. So uh Friday there's a couple games. Detroit FC
3: takes on the Birmingham Legion in Detroit. Who you got, John? I think Birmingham is getting right. They're gonna get back on track.
2: Four-nothing
1: Birmingham. Man, Detroit are playing pretty good right now, man. Um I see this a two-two tie. That's that's, that's a yes. Fair enough. That's fair. Josh, what did you say for your first answer?
2: For my San Diego, I said three no, one. No,
1: for um for Birmingham of Detroit. Oh, uh, I said uh
2: Birmingham for nothing. Ooh, that's a
3: good. Good one.
1: What about you, David?
3: For uh, Detroit and Birmingham. Yep. I have Detroit winning this one two to one. Sorry, Kaylor. Ooh, spicy. Yes. Disagree, disagree. All right, next one. Next game is uh, Red Bulls 2 against RGV in New Jersey. Who you got, nah, Josh?
2: I'm going to have to go with – I'm going to go with the 1-1 one, one draw. I haven't seen much out of RGV, and Red Bulls looked good when we played them.
3: So I'm going to go for
1: an RGV victory, 2 nothing. Wow.
3: So, I'm going to go against you. Uh, Red Bulls 2, 2-1. to one. Okay. Yeah, just those uh, MLS2 teams at home I, I think are tough. So, uh, that's in a Friday's game. Saturday's game, you got Indy 11 taking on Atlanta 2 in, in Indianapolis. Josh, who you got? one nothing, Indy. I agree. one nothing, Indy. Man, I got to give this a 1-1 one, one draw. You're giving out a lot of draws today. Yeah. So, the next game match uh, is Las Vegas Lights against the Pittsburgh Riverhounds in Vegas. So it's uh, a Danny Trejo against Dane Kelly.
1: Who you got, Mariano? Man, the leading scores against each other. Man, uh, it must be Father's Day because I'm giving up a bunch of ties today. I'm gonna go say one-one.
2: Well, I'm gonna have to disagree. I'm gonna go with five-four. Oh, Las Vegas. Ooh, Danny Trejo hat trick. Las Vegas. Danny Trejo hat trick.
3: So, I think there's going to be some oddities here. I think Las Vegas, like LAFC is going to call a bunch of players up. And, like, they're going to have to put Dolly the Llama back there in defense. So, I'm got Pittsburgh, <laughs> two to nothing. It's
1: Pittsburgh, not two to nothing. <laughs> so, uh, the next
3: matchup is the Miami FC against the Hartford Athletic. Josh, who you got? I'm going
2: to have to go two to nothing Miami. I, I haven't seen enough out of Hartford. This
1: right. don't look
4: good.
1: I'm, I'm with Josh, two to nothing Miami. Man, I'm going to go one nothing, Miami. All right, so uh, there's going
3: to be another Tulsa matchup. Tampa Bay takes on FC Tulsa. There's going to be a – then the next matchup is going to be Colorado Springs against the Memphis 901. I got Haji Berry getting on the board a couple times. 4 to nothing, Colorado Springs.
1: So I'm going to say Colorado with a 3 nothing victory. i
3: go 3 nothing, Colorado. And I hope, hope Memphis isn't listening to this podcast because that's some – that's some bulletin board material right there. What was your score that you had, David? Uh, four to nothing, Colorado Springs. Oh. Uh, the next matchup is going to be San Antonio FC against the El Paso Locomotive. I have two to two, to draw, two to draw. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, oh, yeah,
2: I agree with David, honestly. There's nothing much separating these two teams. Except for Mark
1: Lowry curse. Yeah, yeah I guess that. And their record. <laughs> I got to give this to San Antonio. I'm going to say it's two nothing. All right. The next matchup is going
3: to be the Oakland Roots in Oakland taking on Loudon United. I think this is just a horrible travel for Loudon, and you know they're a DC United two team. So I've got this one three to one Oakland.
1: I I got to agree with you three one Oakland.
3: You know what? I don't know how y'all aren't on the Loudon hype train. I'm going two nothing Loudon. Oh my god! And didn't Loudon just get shut out by Louisville? We don't talk about just about, about that. to say that. <laughs> The next matchup is going to be Orange County defending champs, Orange County SC versus Sacramento Republic. 2-2 draw, so I'm calling. I'd have to agree. 2-2 Two-two draw.
1: I'm going one nothing Sacramento.
3: Nice. that's a, I like that that pick, actually. The next matchup is going to be the fighting Landon Donovans of San Diego taking on Louisville City FC in San Diego. First place Louisville City FC. Who you got, Josh? Oh. One one,
1: one one draw. That's not a bad pick right there. I'm gonna go ahead and go with it. One one draw.
3: I'm gonna go two one Louisville. So the next matchup is gonna matchup of a California teams as Los Dos takes on Monterey Bay FC. What you got Mariana.
1: Los Dos versus Monterey FC. I gotta give it to Los Dos. I'm gonna go two nothing Los Dos. I'm.
3: I haven't really watched much of both of these teams, so I'm just going to go with like a one-win draw. I'm going to go uh, 2 nothing low Dos. I'm just not impressed by Monterey Bay so
1: far. Josh, last... you're talking about me? Oh, hold on. That's David, oh. man. you talking about me? You got a lot of draws on there, too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and the final matchup of the weekend is going to be Phoenix Rising take on New Mexico United in Phoenix at Wild Horse Pass Stadium. Man, I think this is going to be a battle. There's parts of both teams, both teams I like. Um, I'm going to go Phoenix 2-1. to one. I'm going to
2: go well, – this is a hard one, but I'm going go to go 4-2 New Mexico United. Wow. Awesome. Nico Brat
1: master class Jeez. right oh. So Are you going to sign up Damn. for that class? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is That is a hot take. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, but I think it's going to be 3-3. Three, three.
4: I like it.
3: That's a fair result, but 4-2. All right. So uh, that's all the games for this week and next and this weekend. So you want to go into some FC Tulsa news? Oh, yes. Sure. All right. So I think the big news is on Friday was the U.S. Open Cup draw. I think we was in the what they call the Texas group. Who, who was all in that group? Do you, do, you, do you know, Mariano?
1: Yeah, we had three USL clubs on that. We had RGV. San Antonio FC, and we had our very own FC Tulsa from Oklahoma. And then we had three MLS clubs. We had Austin FC, we had Houston Dynamo, and FC Dallas.
3: So uh, we drew FC Dallas, and we'll play that game.
1: April the 19th at 7.30 at Frisco at their stadium.
3: Is it Toyota Field? Toyota oh. Field,
1: yep. yep.
3: Tuesday night game. So, we do have previous history with FC Dallas. We played them in 2017 in the U.S. Open Cup. And we actually played them pretty pretty well. We was tied going into stoppage time, but we gave up an own goal yeah. that allowed FC Dallas to win. I think our goal was scored by Kosuke Kimura. Yep. Yep. There's a name. No, that's a throwback right there. That, that is. So, are you guys
1: excited about the draw? Do you wish it would have been someone else? I wanted Austin FC. Yep. I got to go the same. I, I wish we could have played Austin FC. Yeah, I,
3: I would have made that trip down there to Austin for that game. But uh, that was a, that was about the only – well, there is one other piece of news we didn't uh, go over the last podcast, but Amir Mimbrilla, he made his very first uh, appearance in FC Tulsa in the U.S. Open Cup. So, congrats to Amir. He oh, was yes. our, our very first academy product to actually come through our academy to make an appearance in an FC Tulsa game. Congrats to Amir, but uh, other than that, I don't think there's. Do you guys get any other FC Tulsa news or notes? Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Ready to go into that Pittsburgh game? Oh yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, we played Pittsburgh Saturday at one o'clock at One Oak Field, and we lost that game three to four. So there was a attendance was a little rough on this one. I, I I would what what do you attest this to?
1: And one o'clock games in Tulsa. We have a lot of academies here in town man. that play and they do attend the FC Tulsa matches. Um, just it was a beautiful day as well, man. The temperatures yes, were was. higher 70s. Um, the tailgate was amazing. But um, it's just the one o'clock games are not are not really good for us.
2: No, Oh, they were absolutely no energy at the stadium. It just felt very dead.
3: Uh, Rodrigo de Costa scored and for FC Tulsa. And so did JJ Williams. Kevin Silva, the goalkeeper for Pittsburgh Riverhounds, had an own goal. That was our third goal. De Costa had the assist on the JJ Williams goal, and then Ronald Rodriguez had his very first Tulsa assist on the de Costa goal. Pittsburgh had goals by former OKC player Alex Dixon. Dane Kelly had a goal. Then there was a brace by Albert Dequah for Pittsburgh. Tulsa, they actually controlled much of the game. We had 58.5% of the possession, and then we had a pass accuracy of 81.9%, which was the best for FC Tulsa on the year. FC Tulsa had 11 shots, four on target. Pittsburgh Riverhounds had 11 shots, six on target. A uh, big thing for me and Mariano lately has been foot mob. We've been, we, we've been uh, referencing their ratings a lot. And Rodrigo Costa actually had an 8.4 rating, and J.J. Williams had a 7.5. That was on the good end, but uh, Peter Chewick had a five rating, and so did – Sean Lewis had a 4.2 rating. We had, had some good, and we had some high and some lows. Um, Josh, what were your doubts on this matchup?
2: And it was, like I said, straight just into the stadium. It's just no energy. Yeah. And I like that we tried bringing it back. I like the fight they showed
3: towards the end, but it was a bit too late. But would you attest to all the, the lack of energy in the stadium to the bacon that Carlos cooked? Oh yeah. That bacon put everyone
1: to sleep. What about you, Mario? what were your thoughts on that? Man, that one, one stat that you forgot to mention. We had fifteen yellow uh, fifteen fouls to their twenty, and we only got one yellow card all game long. <laughs> one FC Tulsa. Only one. And that was the Dario. Yep. It was the Dario. Man, it was just it was <laughs> it was backwards day today, I guess. But man, um the game, you know, after the coach made a couple good substitutions in the second half, um, the game kind of switched to our favor. Um, <clears throat> a lot of I, – I posted this on a group chat before, but Pittsburgh Riverhounds, they're really heavy in the midfield. They I think they have like six midfielders and one attacking forward listed on their starting list. And we are a team that are possession-based – like to play from the back, they bogged all our channels. There was no way we could have got through. We the only way you could beat a Pittsburgh team, uh, a Lily team, is just counter-attacking, balls thrown all the way to the top, and just attacking their defense. They got a good um center back. Um, He was as tall as JJ, so that was a little bit intimidating, I guess, for him. But man, um, Peters
3: Johnny Peters.
1: Yeah, I think that's his name. Yep. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was just it's too much. We got overtaken in the midfield, and but coach did do some changes in the second half, like I said, and we were getting close. We got close to by one goal by the ending, but it just wasn't our night. Well,
3: oh, I, I didn't have the luxury be there at the stadium, like Josh said. There was uh several things going. On. I mean, one o'clock games are hard. I, I've got a young boy, and we was actually at his soccer match, so I didn't get to make this one. But so I got the the hindsight 2020. 'cause I, I watched it the repeat, but uh got to hear some great commentary by Dave Saunders, and he mentioned this that uh this was the first time pairing of uh Ronald Rodriguez and Johnny Fenwick, you know, I think our back line needs to be solid, solidified a little bit more because you know it just seems like we're moving Dispay in with Rodriguez and then Finnick in with Dispay, then you know you know what I mean no I understand yeah, so I think we and you know, they just announced that El Salvador is going to be participating in the CONCACAF Champions League. So we're going to be without Joaquin and Ronald for a few more games. So, I don't know. I just really like to see our back line get solidified. But uh, and with that, I think Dispay and Rodriguez the, would be the key back line for us. So I would like to see them play more together. But my my big takeaway from this game was – Gabby Torres was shut out of this game. To me, to me, he was. It just felt like they, were, they weren't playing balls down his side. They took him out defensively. He didn't get involved a
1: whole lot offensively. Did you guys notice that? Yeah, no. Uh, for me, the Wings, like I said earlier, they bogged down the middle. There's no way anybody, it, Bourgeois couldn't run up and down. Um, Gabby was shut down. They had a good six midfield. Um players playing defense and offense. And we really couldn't afford to have them run up and try to do some crosses like they normally do. But as soon as they had a counterattack on us, we had to run back and try to play defense. And defense do win games, but when you're playing defense all day long, it's just gonna hard score.
3: Well, um, to touch on what you said, I, I thought we had some chances. And I think coach made some good adjustments by making some substitutions in the second half. You know, put machuki in and you know Eric Bird. He came in and looked good. Brian Brown came in, and had a couple of chances. So I uh, think we made some adjustments and we made it, we made a charge there right at the very end because we was down four to one and we put two goals up in the last 10 minutes to make it four to three. And, and you know from the 65th had, minute yeah. to
1: um they he did four switches. Yep. He Put Adrian inside for Fenwick. He mm-hmm. put um Obuchi Obinwa for mm-hmm. Chewick. Eric Bird for Lebo and Brian Brown for Rivas. and then in the 68th minute they put Machuca for Dario.
3: Yep. So I mean, he made some adjustments, some tactical adjustments. So I, I think, Coach, you know, we got, and yeah, after we scored that third goal, we had two more chances to tie it. So I mean, we had a chance to walk away with the point there at the very end. So, Josh, what what do you think?
2: I have nothing else to really say about the game besides <laughs> I think. I was just in absolute awe with how Birmingham, not Birmingham, Pittsburgh was so good. Their passing was just, it was beautiful to watch. Yeah, that, I, was just a, in, I was speechless to watch them. I'm glad I got to watch them.
3: That's that lily ball that we hear. But, uh, man, I think this is going to be a tough stretch for us because, you know, we had this game, we got Memphis coming up on Wednesday, then we got Tampa Bay on Saturday, then we got Dallas, FC Dallas on Tuesday, then we got... Colorado Springs again on Saturday, so it's gonna be a tough stretch.
1: No, it's also gonna it's gonna be pretty good. I know we lost that game, but um, I'm kind of glad. You know, we were on a six game home winning streak, kind of with last season, and also we were on a two game winning streak as well. Y'all could blame it on me. Yes, I know. At <laughs> the beginning of the podcast, I said two game winning streak, but um, so yeah, I'm no, involved. you know what? It's time to start a new streak. Right. And if we can do it from here and on, that would be great. Well, uh, you ready to go on to the Memphis game? Oh,
3: yes. So, uh, on Wednesday, we take on the Memphis 901. It will be in Memphis, 7 p.m. at AutoZone Park. Currently, Memphis is 2-1-1. One, and one. They got seven points. They're in eighth place right below the playoff cutoff in the Eastern Conference. At home this year, they are 1-1, one, 1-1, one, one, 1 win, 1 loss. And this will be the fifth all-time meeting which, Smith, this leads the series three, three to one. Their head coach is Ben Pierman. Um, to me, their key players are going to be goalkeeper Trey Muse. He's on loan from Loudoun United. Trey came up in the Seattle Sanders system. He, he's got some loan spells at uh, San Diego Loyal, other places, but I think he's, he's a real tough goalie. Um, other key defensemen is Niall Logue, Reese Buckmaster, and Graham Smith. I think Graham played with uh, Sporting KC, two last year. So I think he's been in the Sporting KC system. Uh, midfielders is going to be Jeremy Kelly and our man Todd's favorite favorite player that not, favorite player that's not on Memphis or not on a Tulsa team, Laurent Kissadu. So oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, they've got a good
2: history together.
3: Yes, they do. But uh, key forwards for them for them are Philip Goodrum and a man on loan from Vancouver Whitecaps, David Egbo. You know, this Memphis squad, they kind of did like they did last year. They put their roster together last second again, and they lost a couple key really good players that really, you know, we've we talked about them before, but uh, Kyle Murphy and Mark Segbers both went to Miami. Do you think there's a big losses for them?
1: I would say so. Also, this season, they – I think last game they um, for the Open Cup match against Chattanooga FC, they only brought five players as their subs, so – They must have a short roster as well. Hopefully we could take advantage of it this season.
3: Yeah, I think they're on like a three-game and nine-day streak too. So they're kind of like they're right there with us. So
1: If you remember last season, hopefully it doesn't happen again, but they were on a losing streak and they beat us and then on a hot streak right afterwards.
3: But uh, statistically, they allow 1.3 goals a game. They've uh, had one clean sheet on the year and they compete about, they complete about 72.5% 72, 72. of their passes, and they have a possession rate of 44%. In all four games, they've taken 24 shots, and 11 of those have been on target, and they've scored four goals. So they average about a goal a game. Uh, Josh, do you think our offense is going to be able to provide some firepower against this team? I think so. I
2: think we're going to have a field day. I think we're going to have a field day against their defense.
3: Oh, rookie mistake, hon, Mariano. We don't make? predictions here, do we? Like, no, I think
1: we might have to. For this one, we <laughs> might have to. Come on. Rookie mistake. Um, no, no, no. We are going to say the prediction sorry. for this game.
3: <laughs> so the last few games, Mariano, we've had some pretty good possession rate. Do you think we're going to dominate position in this game?
1: I would agree so. I would agree so. I think these guys want to show that they mean business, and I have a feeling we're going to probably have, like, another 58% possession. On this game, but hopefully we get some more goals behind that as well.
3: All right, Josh. Um, I'm not going to ask you to make a prediction, Josh, but I'm going to give you an over under. Will there be three total goals scored in this game by both squads? Over or under?
2: I'm going to over. I'm going over.
3: All right, Mariana?
1: I'll say over as well. <laughs> All right. You guys got anything else for this game? Oh, yes, we do. So, Josh, tell me the prediction of this game.
2: Okay. I'm going to go. um, 4
1: 2 FC Tulsa. Okay. I'm going to go 4 1 FC Tulsa. Well, I'm going to go with it's going to be played Wednesday at 7 p.m. at AutoZone Park. (laughs) Nope. Wrong answer. (laughs) Come on, Davis. Give us a prediction, please. Oh, man. I
3: I hate picking FC Tulsa matches, but uh, you can always go go against us. I'm going to go
1: 2 2 draw. Oh, man. Okay.
4: Yeah
3: yeah so
1: now if we get a two two draw, we're blaming it on you.
3: yeah, so I'll, t- I'll take the heat. I'll take the nine
1: one All right. Cerveza. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking yeah. of this game, this game's gonna be on Wednesday, and if you want to go with the supporters group and have a watch party at, it's gonna be at on the Tolson. Um, I think they're gonna have doors open at six thirty. Um game starts at seven pm. The Tolson's downtown at 412 East 2nd Street in downtown Tulsa. It's just east of um, Dilly Diner on 2nd Street. It's just literally like four or five blocks away from One Oak Field. Um, Come out and come support. It's also a 21 and up bar, so sorry, Josh.
2: Uh, That's unfortunate.
1: Uh, But it's It's okay. The next match against Tampa Bay, you'll be able to go. Maybe. Maybe I'll be there. All right. You got any local
3: news and notes? Local teams? Other local teams? No, not this week. All right. Josh, you got any local stuff? Nope. All right. So uh the opening game, I just I know I said this in the last few podcasts, but the opening game for Rain FK and Tulsa Athletic in the MPSL will be May 6th as Rain FK hosts Tulsa Athletic in Bartlesville at Custer Stadium on May 6th at 7 p.m. It's gonna be a Friday. That's the only news that I was able to turn up on brain FK and at Tulsa athletic. So, all right. So Josh, we have a little special thing right here at the end of the podcast. It's a, I like to call it Mariano's hot take. So okay. Mariano, we asked this question of the round table. So I'm going to ask it of you. Oh, does okay. Say return.
1: Oh man. A uh, little thing that you guys don't know. When I first moved here to Oklahoma, I used to think that Oklahoma city was the only city in here in town that had soccer fans and whatnot. And, um, I made a lot of acquaintance, a lot of friendships with Oklahoma city guys and uh, most of their original supporters, the guys I found at the grid, a good friend of mine's, but, um, you know, for, I hope I, and I really do say this and I really mean this. I hope they come back not just for my friendships, but the rivalry, Having another in town, in state rival, um, I hope, but I have a feeling my answer is going to be no, no, no. Come back for the energy. That that that's sad. I mean, yeah,
3: yeah. So, uh, Josh, are you ready for your hot take? Let's go for it. Are you, are you ready? Yep. Regardless of win or loss records, what was your favorite year of FC Tulsa football? Or FC Tulsa, Tulsa Roughneck football. My
2: favorite year would have to be last year because that's last year felt like I became a capo, I guess you could say. I became more vocal, more passionate. Yeah. 2021.
3: Yeah, you did good last year, buddy. Thank you. I try.
1: All right. After all that, it's my turn. <laughs> so hot takes. So guys, we all know we're all Premier League fans, you guys know I'm already a Chelsea fan. You know, David's a Man U fan, and you're, Josh, a Man City fan. (laughs) Van Wagon. Okay. (laughs) Uh,
2: Okay.
1: uh, Well, anyways, (laughs) so if you had to support another club, not Man City in the Premier League, who would you support, Man U or Chelsea? No, there's no option C either. Wow. You're
3: going to make him. Pick Just between two teams. Wait for your question, next, there, sir. <laughs> it would have to be. It has to be Chelsea.
1: Oh, I was so that proud was of Chelsea. you, Josh. Was, He's. We yes. already got
3: pictures of him being blackmailed into this. This so. was a
1: <laughs> He did it on his own. He loved it. I just. Oh, I have such a big hatred. Now.
2: I have a big hatred for Manu. Just. How oh, you do You're. Yes, I do. All
1: Morgan. right, David. All right. Okay. Question for you, sir. Manu. Goes on Oklahoma City's hiatus. You had to pick between two teams. Would you be rooting for? And you would have to switch your allegiance to either Chelsea or Man City. Who would it be? And there's no option. C, D, or any other options. There's only A and B. Who would you pick?
3: But you can catch the next Tulsa (laughs) Tulsa game on the Eastman Plus.
1: Oh, here we go. Wednesday. No, no, no. No, 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 no nope
2: just come join the blue side either way
3: you're joining uh, the blue right, side so actually
1: up. to be honest he's point. right he's right it's
3: gonna be wigan athletic
1: <laughs> <laughs> say it david say it Cause, say cause, we're cause, cause,
3: you, you know i got a wigan flag hey, i know yeah. you do garage we That's all know the it's option. man city that is not the out. option no it's gonna be chelsea because uh oh
1: okay and yeah. I think this is my favorite episode ever. I am going to record this. I'm going to have them at the PA record it and say it out loud. Oh, man. Yeah. Guys, I had a – this was <laughs> actually my favorite podcast. Thank you both. Thank you, um, Angela Chartier, my amazing girlfriend. Carlos Duran, a great member. Also kind of like my brother as well. And um, Josh, thank you so much for being on tonight. David.
2: Thanks, Josh. Thank you for
1: having me. Like I always tell you, David, thank you so much for starting this with me. I really appreciate
3: it. 10th episode. I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, I was talking to my wife earlier. I was like, man, we've done, this going to be episode number 10. This is pretty cool.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And everybody, thank you for listening to this. I really appreciate it. You know, we try to do this for Tulsa, by Tulsa, by Tulsa supporters. And, you know, if you have any questions, comments, if you want to be on the podcast, please hit us up. We have a Twitter page, um, Outsiders Green Country Soccer Podcast. We also have our supporters group, Twitter page, and Facebook. Please message us, like the posts, like the comments. Do me a favor, share this, like it, rate it. But thank you, guys, and um, vamos Tulsa. Almost Tulsa. Like on or the I'm from my heart of hell or poverty where cops are killing. The youth
0: to lock in prison. Gotta get from around this living. i hold my own. And I don't even got a chrome. I caught the Glock. mama oldest acting like he grown. Now peep the logic. I got a heap of problems. A mathematician. You see, I got to keep it honest. a past offensive. My childhood or force you to forfeit Turn snitch across, over source work for corporate The hardship is not marked for fake artists barking The art seek astrologist, a start to your rocket ship Soon as I change styles, the moment that y'all pocket it prophets eyes, prophesize, giant size dollar clips for blessings There ain't no way contested for as outsiders charging 20 G's a session Forward and I can't
3: go back
2: Lessons that I went through, put some questions on my mental. Forward and I can't go back The stress that I've been through, I left that in the rear view Forward and I can't go back Lessons that I went through, put some questions on my mental. Forward and I can't go back The stress that I've been through, I left that in the rear view
1: (laughs) Yeah,
0: uh, outsiders in the casa